Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi everyone, welcome to season two of Enlightened Conversations. My name is Michelle Lightworker. Thank you so much for joining us and sitting in on what we feel we do every day, but it is really, really special and we don't take it for granted. I have an amazing gift uh, today. I have a beautiful presence joining me. I have Anne Alexon, our beautiful Anne Alexon. She's the soul speaker and to tell you a bit about her, she's giving a voice to the power within within you and helping you to stop struggle and to step into your flow. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. I get goosebumps whenever, I, whenever I'm with Anne, I'm always in goosebump world. So I'll just probably have to stop telling you how many times I have goosebumps today. And this is so that you can help to step into your full potential and live your life with purpose, with peace and with prosperity we all want that. And Anne does this um, in using her extensive life and business experience while also tapping into her innate ability as a direct voice channel for a highly evolved non-physical stream of consciousness called all that is goosebumps again yes okay um, who provide information as well as healing and transformation through the vibrational frequency of the spoken word which as you know i'm very passionate about now a little bit about just a little bit more about Anne. She's the creator of the Super Self Academy, the Money Flow Oracle Card deck, and the weekly Money Flow Show. I like that, the Money Flow Show on Facebook Live every Monday. And she's also created Self Dare. Sorry, Self, well, I like Self Dares, but anyway, Self Care Dead um, uh, card deck as well. I love the self care. It's like, I dare you to be kind to yourself today. Go on. Um, there's little things you can do there. And she's also the author of children's book, My Secret Superhero. Not to forget the creator of the Soul Vibration Quiz. But also, I just want to tag one more thing onto that, is that she has been a beautiful contributor to Lightworker Advocate magazine. And that has been such an honour to have her energy in our magazine that we just cherish and really feel that Anne resonates with our, our, our high vibrational frequencies and principles. So thank you so much for joining us, Anne. Well, thank you so much for having me, Michelle, as always. It's a delight. I love, of course, conversation because it's such an important thing for each of us to speak our truth so that others might either decide that that might be something they could live into or feel the resonance of it or absolutely dismiss it <laughs> yeah. I, I love that because then people can decide what what fits and what sits and i think it's about i love the the the, the saying take what you like and leave the rest you know i think that's a great saying because it's not telling you to take what you like and call the rest rubbish or take what you like and judge the rest. It's saying, take what you like and just leave the rest for the moment and, and, and really take hold of it and let it, let it fill you and focus on that because that is actually gonna be activating, isn't it? It's gonna be activating and shifting things for you. I think that's really key in understanding when you're listening to Enlightened Conversations. Absolutely, absolutely. It's so, so very important to trust your own self, to trust that if something feels, and I use feel because I think it has to feel like truth to you or feel resonant to you, which then indicates that it could be a truth for you. As you know, I work a lot with belief systems and, and I teach that whatever you believe is true. But further to that, I teach that if something's not working for you around that, look at other people's belief systems. Go and listen to other people who have a different belief system. And then you can make a uh, uh, conscious decision 
or a heart decision that, hey, that's something that I could actually start to believe in, you know? I do agree. I, I, it just definitely comes from our feelings and it does require us, I think, to um, drop down when we hear something rather than up into headspace, judgy, judgy, but really go, okay, hang on. Just hearing that, how, did, how does that feel to my body? And, and maybe there is a part of me that agrees with it, even if there's a, a headspace wanting to fight it or throw it out or maybe even think, oh, no, that's not, not possible. Uh, you know, it's too, it's too hard. How would we do that? You know, we get tripped up with that. Yeah. I also think we can get tripped up by thinking, I've heard this before, or I already know that. And you're, you're quite right. Um, I think we should all learn to listen with our body. So listen with our ears, but every single part of us. I remember many, many years ago when I was first beginning this journey of teaching, I was uh, involved in a law of attraction meetup group. And I remember a man coming up to me and saying, you know what I like about you? You listen with every part of yourself when someone's speaking. And that was, I, I hadn't known that about myself. But um, as we're having this conversation, that returns to me. <laughs> so I think we do. We have to listen with our entire body, not, not with our mind, because it will judge and it will decide that we already heard it or we don't believe that or that's rubbish or all of those sorts of things. It really helps us to get into that, um, what I like to call the divine feminine, you know, being really receptive and allowing I believe our ear chakras or our clear audience to really link up and link up with all our other energy centers and our intuition and and help us to really dive down into it because um, I think when you do it intentionally like when you listen intentionally I, I feel like it's one of the most powerful ways to activate everything and it, yeah, I, I've done I've done some work around um, pe with people um, around um, clearing their ear chakras. I know we've done a lot in our um, psychic awareness training in the past uh, with third eye clearing. But I often found that when my students and clients have done ear chakra clearing and connecting with other chakras, it, it, it totally there was something trans completely transformative about their energy from doing that yeah so. I, I love that i love that i'd never thought of it like that but for me it would seem that it would allow for a deeper hearing not that surface level that we do as a human being through that sense of hearing but that deeper deeper he hearing within your body that whole body love listening love that whole body listening Woo. Yes, please. Mm. <laughs> wow. And imagine what it would make the other person feel like to be listened to like that. How much we would all love to be listened to like that. With oh, this yes. sense that, wow, that person is actually listening to me at such a level that they're getting it. Whether they agree or not is irrelevant. They're getting it. They're feeling it. They, and, and they're even perhaps considering something that I'm saying is an important thing, mm. which we're just not used to, are we? Yeah, I don't think it's the norm in society yet. I, I feel like it's my passion uh, to make it the norm, though. Um, and, to, yeah, I've had, I've, I've had family members say to me, wow, you're wise. <laughs> you know, that, that sort of stuff. And, and, and I can tell, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not quite there yet but there's an openness around i felt it there's something in that like you'll get the look it's like oh you know that <laughs> and then i'm not thinking well you know you i'm not thinking to myself well you you didn't get it you know I'm thinking, yeah. Well, they, yeah they got something wow mm. it got in mm -hmm. to what i call the knowing level in small letters knowing and then if we just leave it to germinate and grow and it becomes a capital letter knowing, we embody it, even just from hearing it from a conversation, which is why I think conversations are so important. Yeah, I, I do agree. And, um, you know, 
you could look at it like, oh, they're just sitting around talking, you know, or you could say, well, actually, what level of listening am I bringing to the conversation? Because when you think about it, we listen to, we're listening all the time. Like, we don't stop. We're either listening to our thoughts or we're listening to the television or we're listening to people chatting and their opinions or, you know, we're listening to, um, perhaps we're even listening to a book we're reading because, you know, when you read and you... Yes. We are actually receiving, like, all the time. And it's really up to us. We're in complete power and control over the choice of what we choose to listen to at any given moment in time. That's what's coming through from spirit right now. It's very powerful. I'm, I'm feeling it through my body. Um, As am I. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, I even want to add to that by saying that we even, when we think we're not listening to anything, we're listening to the sound of the world turning, essentially, and of all the electrical uh, waves that are washing over us, all of the... Uh, Wi-Fi stuff that's going on because we're in such a busy world these days. Um, but also even beyond that, the, the, the universal energy around us and the Earth's energy and the energy of every other being, we're listening to that as well. So, wow. <laughs> it's fascinating how when you actually get quiet, I said this to... When we had this little meditation, I love this meditation. So if anyone wants to do it, go right ahead and try it. It was so simple, but you're basically sitting or lying down, whatever you choose to do. And you actually are listening to just your breath initially. And then you're listening to just the room. And then you're listening to beyond the room. And then you're listening to as far as you can go. And you're like going wow. out there, out there, out there. And it's amazing. It's just incredible. You don't realise how amazing it is until you start to do it, right? Oh, I think I just heard the sound of space. <laughs> and then yeah, wow. When you bring it back, you bring it back. And so then, then you're bringing it back and you're hearing the, the sound of just outside the room or around the surrounding areas and then you bring it back into the room and then you bring it back to the breath. And people just say to me, oh, my God, that was, I can really hear now. Like, because I, yeah. I was intentionally listening and so I've actually, I'm, I'm, I'm creating a relationship with where I choose to listen to. And, it's beautiful, uh, isn't it? Beautiful. That, that could be... Wonder incredibly profound mm -hmm. mm, nice people actually said to me after that that they they don't know what what we did really <laughs> um, it wasn't that well, what did we do like what but it but it didn't matter because the feeling around what it shifted was ridiculous they were and that's so really the point yeah, they felt so centered and they felt so calm yeah. and they felt so, not in control in a controlling way, but just in an in control, empowered. Yeah, self-control, self-powered. Yeah, their, their choice, yeah. Beautiful. I yeah, I, I don't think I've ever shared that with anyone outside of the circle that we did that day. Maybe some students, maybe, but, um, yeah. It was well, you've nice. shared it now. It's out there. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Obviously, Spirit wants us to share it. <laughs> Well, I mean, really, you know, as a conduit for any kind of knowledge, it's our job to, I call myself a megaphone sometimes because <laughs> I'm simply the mouthpiece when my guides come through, when my team comes through and I move out of the way and I'm still here, you know, it's not without me, it's, it's all part of, as you know, um, whichever way you look at it, it's all, all of all of it. Um, yeah, often, I often, um, you know, because I, I like to have a bit of fun with it, I like to joke around, um, I often will refer to myself as a megaphone. <laughs> that. And that comes out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, we're supposed to be having fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm having jokes with spirit all the time. It's, 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 a, it's a gas. It's anything we drink ourselves. <laughs> we take ourselves way too seriously in life and particularly in our spirituality. 
you know, and I'd, I'd really love to see that change uh, to, for people to kind of realise that it's all a game. You know, I can one moment believe that I have this guidance group that is separate from me and in the next moment, nah, it's me. You know, that's the whole thing, the, the whole point, the paradox of it's both of those things. Yeah. And in each moment I get to choose which one I'm relating to. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like the I like the me I'm relating to in you. Thank you, Anne. <laughs> and thank you for the same. <laughs> yeah, I um, always have a sense of when I'm around you, I always have a sense of groundedness, but then infiniteness at the same time. And it's just a beautiful marriage of those two energies. I've always felt that. So... But, yeah, you know, there are some people in the spiritual industry where, yeah, I mean, I, I probably would reserve my jokes for, that I consider really lame and wonderful at the same time. I'll probably reserve those jokes for someone who would have a chuckle with me because life's too short to be laughing at yourself and people are kind of going, mm. <laughs> Yes. Oh, look, I'm, I'm one for... Um, you know, I'll speak in an event from time to time and most of the time I do what I do and it's every now and then I'll be in a room and I'll just be making silly jokes the whole time. And I'll often walk out and my human ego will come back in and I'll kind of go, oh, my God, what the hell am I doing? How stupid that person must have thought we were stupid. <laughs> But I, I then revert back to I know that it was for whatever reason it was for. So I'm okay with that. But, um, but yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean because I am very much a joker and particularly about spirituality and particularly about making people see that life is supposed to be fun. That, so, therefore, spirituality is life. So it's supposed to be fun as well. And we take it too bloody seriously, excuse my French. But if we can lighten up about it, we actually lighten up. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and, you know, the, I love that. Like the, the spirit keeps saying to me over and over again as you're talking, it's all that is. It's not some that is. Exactly. It's, that is. it's like, well, you know, I'm so passionate about that, Anne, because I believe that, and I tell this to people when they want to come on the show, I'm like, well, your higher self will be there, but all your other bits will be there too. You know? <laughs> you know? and, and, and so you, you just be yourself. And, and people often ask, how do I prepare for it? So we well, spent all your life getting to the point where you're capable of having an enlightened conversation. You're, you're prepared enough. So, you know, like that's all that really is required to bring all of you and to have a connection with your higher self enough to be able to laugh at, all of you and to also hold a heart space for all of you as well especially yes. for those parts that may be still uh struggling or coming to terms with something absolutely 100 percent compassion sure but there comes a point where you have that level of compassion on board for those parts that you can laugh at everything and everything's exactly. funny exactly exactly my, my greatest compliment when i work with people and and channel for them is they tell me how how even when I'm saying something that could become a mean thing, it feels like it's loved. It's a love, a love. It's the energy that comes at them is pure love. So the words hit them at a different level, even if it's something like, you know, essentially slapping across the face because they're not doing what they're here to do. Yes. Um, which in, in, if I were delivering that message just purely as my human ego self, I would be questioning myself, can I say that to someone? And I often do. Uh, but when it comes through from that space where you're in compassion and you're just seated in compassion and love, it reaches a different place. It actually causes transformation within the other person's energy field. I agree. Um, and, you know, I, I actually feel that it... <laughs> actually, I don't know. I'll give you an example in a minute. But I just remember once saying to someone like, oh, spirit, slap me around with a, a, a wet fish this morning. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, lovingly. You know, um, what, the, what is that? Um, you know, because I, 
maybe I, I was in what I call my ADD girl, which is just off, uh, you know, uh, there or there or what have you. Like, we were not to talk to you. Uh, uh, we're in a timeline here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, and so, you know, just I, I think it's really important to have that um, level of um, relationship with spirit that isn't one based Irreverence, on... Irreverence, I think, is what I like to think of it as. And that way we're not putting them above us. You know, so many in this, um, especially the young, girl, young women that are coming into it now, opening to their innate abilities, starting to use this work in their normal work, they put it on a pedestal and then they're either them or they're, or they're connected. I like to live always connected and I like to think that that's what I am. Sure, I have moments of anger and these sorts of things. I'm human. We all are. But if we are in that more often than not, it becomes our natural set point. I agree. And so we can know that there's simply other aspects of me. You know, the guides often say, and I often say, you are or we are the physical manifestation of all that is. That doesn't leave anything out. So therefore we and they are one. We and all those other aspects of us that we might call guides or angels or um, masters, all of those things, they're simply aspects of us. We're another aspect of that. And so therefore we have the right to be irreverent with ourselves and to enjoy the experience and, and, and not put ourselves, put that part of ourselves on a different level than the human self. The two belong together in equality, you know, and that's, of course, that whole oneness and Absolutely. unity. Absolutely. I, I, um, I feel like we're always, I know I said before, we're always listening um, to something, I feel we're always in relationship to something, a part of or extension of ourselves too, that we're never Absolutely. not in a relationship. Yeah. And it's about being mindful of what kind of relationship that we've got going on, um, whether it's a disconnected one from a part of ourselves or a judgy one or a loving one. Um, and, and, to, and, and, and sometimes it can feel overwhelming when you first learn that. It's like, oh, but I've got all these parts I hate about myself. You know, people will say that. But then you can say, but you know what? It only takes you being willing to connect with the part of you that is perhaps judging with all, all those parts of them and loving that part, knowing they're here to protect you to then for that to get that part on board, to get that part connected with you and to embrace that part and say, well, thank you so much for trying to help me by protecting me. Um, yes. I'll, take it, I'll take it from here, from the heart space. And, and sometimes just one, tweaking one relationship with ourselves or someone else that's a mirror of that um, can really change the whole ball game. Just one. I, I invite people to do that because when they hear this kind of stuff, they think, oh, my God, there's just too many parts. What do I do? <laughs> oh, I so agree. And, you know, when I first started out, I kind of thought like that as well. I mean, uh, I was receiving knowledge and I was understanding that every, every part of me is just a different aspect of me. That includes the part of me that wants to live in lack, the part of me that is damaged. The, and sometimes we push those parts away. Instead of embracing them, we go to work, which is in itself a judgment of it as being wrong. So acceptance of all of those parts of ourselves as being an important part of ourselves helps them to all simply come back into one. And when you can do that, you then start connecting more fully and, and constantly with the, uh, what, some, what you might consider those higher aspects. Exactly. And by that, I simply mean they're lighter, so they get higher. <laughs> I don't know. But they're not higher in the way that we as human beings use that expression. But exactly. those parts that we think of as outside of ourselves, we come to know them as simply being, again, other aspects of ourselves. But, but we like those parts. So, you know, we put them up over there away from us, whereas we don't like the bit that, um, that perhaps 
doesn't have enough money or, or isn't in a relationship or those sorts of things or did yeah. something bad one day as a mother so forever has been holding on to the guilt of that and we push that away instead of saying come here let me embrace you i love you and and bringing it back in to the fold yeah. so just keep yeah, exactly and, and bring it back to wholeness and and as kind of the irony of it even the part of us that felt broken realizes that they weren't because of course they're not because they're part of and loved and so they can't be broken and and, and they sorry and they can't be broken because life is always actually happening for us it's not happening to us so therefore any aspect of us whether it's a good or a bad aspect and that of course is is again the judgment that we use as humans but whatever that aspect is it was created to serve us in some way isn't that a relief doesn't it make you just want to go oh exactly fine. thank god <laughs> Thank God for it. Thank you, because guess what? Ah, oh, it really did a good job. I'm actually learning more about how to be more free and how to make, feel more peace and happy and create what I want because of that part, not, you know, leaving Absolutely. that part. Absolutely. I, I do have a bit of a trigger when people say to me, or I hear people say even, not even directly to me, but when I hear people use that language of um, like even on shows like that, you know, those weight loss shows where they have, you know, them walking out on the stage and, and, and that's their fat self or overweight self that they considered that was ugly and horrible and hateful. And then they had their, you know, shiny new selves and then they're walking out on the stage and then they're bashing it or they're kicking it. Yes. I feel for me, that's not okay. I, I feel there's some level of, unacceptance around how that beautiful part of themselves that really struggled and was really, really um, crying out for some help, they have a problem with that part of them, the vulnerability. And, and so for me, if they don't embrace their vulnerability, what's going to happen is that vulnerability is going to come up and haunt come them. Back. Because it still feels, it feels an abandonment. There's an abandonment happening there. And yes, I, absolutely. Really gets me because when I'm watching it, I feel so happy for them that they found freedom physically. In 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 some ways, they found freedom, but then I feel some there's some work there to do that if they've still got that kind of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it makes me think as you're talking about that, if we're pushing, uh, if we're hating on that part, and and pushing that image of ourselves away. And it's trying so hard to get back to us because it knows it's part of us. I wonder if that's also a part of the reason that so many people after they lose weight go back to or even greater weight. Oftentimes, I understand that's what I read and see. So, you know, I think because we're hating on that part and pushing it away all the time rather than saying, you know what, come here give it a big hug and say, we're doing this together. Not you're going over there because I hate you and I'm going to do this because then it's not real. Yeah. They're, they're abandoned. They're not, they're not on for the ride and they're probably thinking, if you, I'll, I'll show you and I'll just, <laughs> I don't know what, you, know what you don't want. Guess what? I'll, 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 I'll just go ahead and um, enjoy myself. Thank you very much. If you're not going to love me, I'll just find solace in food or, yeah. do you know, like it's, it's kind of like, cause because that part feels upset that it's not being loved and, and included. Yeah. And when we're upset, often that's when we want to take revenge. We want to take revenge on other people. We want to punish. We want to punish ourselves. Yep. Um, and, and it doesn't know how to love. It's probably the part that doesn't know how to love. It's probably the part that teaches us how to love. Yes. Because Good point it provides the space for us to step into that because it's so empty. And love so, that. yeah, it's like, it's teaching us how love big. Yeah. It really, it really is. Cause, cause you know, when you look at the aesthetics of society, they're all about the, Oh, Oh, you know, how much you weigh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that's high on our, you know, agenda, especially young women coming into their 
um, teenagehood. Yes. You know, it's high on their radar. And, well, and it's, uh, it is very high on, I, I have a teen, early teen son, and um, being around boys that age, I, I see how much it also is so, um, I mean, they're, they're, they're in that too now in a much greater way than they ever were before. And they're, and they're really, um, you know, it's kind of like that two dimension. I like to say it's like they're in the two dimension because <laughs> it's like the yes. selfie. Um, and, yes. and, and I don't mind selfies. I love selfies. I do, I do a million selfies because I like to share I mean, my look joy. at us. We're on screen, aren't we? Oh, we love that yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love the two-dimensional stuff because I, I love to translate vibrations through images as well. So I must say yeah. that, like, capturing my joy, capturing yes. the sun's all very important to me in terms of spreading higher vibrations. Yes. But, um, you know, when we actually measure our... our when we, when we uh, lose sight of how, how the, like you were saying before, how these parts of us are serving us, we lose yes. sight of it because we're in the two-dimensional site and we're yes, not in the psyche yes, yes. site. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Let me have a look at it in a three-dimension way. Let me dive. Let me just take a little dive down, have a little chat to that part of me and go, what are you, what are you really feeling? Really? And they'll probably say, I feel like I, I really, you know, feel really empty or I feel I need love or I feel abandoned or I feel hated. Yep. I feel yep. Nobody touched. likes me. Yep. Nobody likes me. Mm. And, and, and sometimes people say, Oh, I, I don't know if I can hear that and listen to that, but, but all we need to do is actually have compassion for that and go, wow, you know, I get it. I get you'd be feeling like that. Holy crap. Like you've been really ignored or really beat up on, yes. you know, and just that, developing that's a great start for people i feel don't you like yeah oh, absolutely absolutely that uh, that empathy for your own self and that compassion for your own self selfs i said <laughs> but um yeah no very very important but and i think a lot of people don't want to hear that come back at them because mm. i think a lot of people and it was certainly true for me um when i started to wake up well, actually, before I started to wake up, when I was in a horrible situation in life and business and work and all of these things, you know, just in one of those boring places that you're in where you're asleep and you're starting to think, well, surely there must be more. When I was there, I would have been terrified to see that those parts of me because I was always afraid that I'd start crying and I could, wouldn't be able to stop because I've held all that hurt in for so long. And I find with a lot of my clients that they have that same response. They don't want to start crying and having compassion for that part because then they've lost control of themselves. And their ego is very frightened. The human ego is very frightened of losing control. So to get people to cry at those moments when they need to and then allow them to come back from that and then they strengthen that muscle of you know what I can have a cry and then I can get back to it I actually recommend to my clients quite often after the session I want you to go lie in your bed time yourself 10 minutes you've got cry and then at 10 minutes get up off the bed and keep going I love that I had someone in my really early days of um, learning about spirituality she said the way she really released a lot of her tears was and I didn't have a time limit on how long she was going to do it but she told me how long it took she said every night at seven o'clock she she actually did what you just said and she cried but for 20 minutes and she said she did that every night for three months and then wow. one, no one night she turned up for it and she didn't cry anymore and she realized she wasn't depressed anymore what a beautiful commitment to yourself to do that. Beautiful. Incredible. Yeah. And that healed her. Wow. And she went on to, um, you know, doing, doing she, she, she went on to be a Heal Your Life facilitator and things like that. So do you know what beautiful. I mean? So she's really, yeah. And I think it's good to, I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm big on moderation as a thing because we tend to think the light, the yes. light, the light. And we're here, we're here. <laughs> Um, so how do we bring that here? How do we do that in moderation? How do we have fun and be businessy and focusy and be ADD girl and be 
um, you know, how do we do it all and be vulnerable girl and like cave days, like I'll have a cave day and, and like people will invite me to stuff and I'll say, oh, look, I'm just about to get my period or something. I'm, I'm just going to have a cave day because I really feel like that's what I need to do for myself, not in a depressed way, just to see, no, I'm, I'm not getting out, going out today. Um, or a PJ day or a onesie day, in my case, more a onesie day, um, you know, <laughs> because, um, you know, all our parts are valuable and all our parts need to be in, ba in balance and they can't be in balance if we don't give them some time, like to be, be themselves, right? That's exactly right. And, and I love that. And I think it's super duper important. And that comes with self-awareness, of course, knowing when you're going to need time off. I have, uh, you know, over the years, noticed that, that there's a particular week every month when I, everything just falls away. Whether I've got, if, even if I've got clients booked in, it, it'll all fall away because there's a part of me that makes that happen because I know that I, I'm not going to want to do anything that particular week. Um, and, and I just observed and noticed that without knowing about the moon and cycles and all of those things and making it into a project, I just observed my own behaviour because I think that's the really important thing is to observe your own behaviour, not what every other woman is doing or what every other business person is doing, but rather your own and allow yourself to be important enough that you make those things important because you are important. Absolutely. You're showing that to yourself. Yeah, and if you're gonna and if you're gonna um, indulge in watching someone else and what they're doing, um, then be conscious of that and say, well, how do I feel about that part of what myself? You know, I think that's where a lot of competition comes from, or competition-oriented thinking as well, because I feel like when someone or jealousy, because when yes. when but it's 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 really what it's saying is is that when i look at that person i don't think i can do that and that makes me sad and so therefore i'm going to be quite angry at that person or think huffy and puffy about them rather than celebrate with them and go you are awesome over there doing that and hey if that feels like something i need to be doing well thanks for the inspiration you know and and there's it's just a shifting consciousness we take our power back because you know if we're just looking at, as i said indulging ourselves to to have a little looky as to what someone else is doing, which is wonderful. Let's do that. But yes. then to bring it back and really own it and not be going, oh, my God, you're my guru, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, you've just done that. I can't do that. Or, oh, my God, I hate you because, you know, you say all this stuff, but then you go and do that. You know, people will find a way to slice and dice and not own, but it, it yes. takes away own empowerment when they do that exactly that's exactly right when they see something and perhaps look at it and go well i wanted to do that that's a that's a part in, within themselves that is judging themselves as, as not being good enough so that's what they need to look at rather than rather than taking any energy at all and focusing it on that other person whether by saying something nasty to them or telling someone else about them and how bad they are or any of those sorts of things, but bringing it back and saying, where is that judgment within me? Where is that? What, how does it make me feel? And why does it make me feel like that? And then exploring that, because as you clean that up, you'll find yourself doing the things that you've always wanted to do. And then you'll have other people looking at you doing that. And the best advice is to say to them what I've just said which is, you know, wherever that comes up in you, just look at that. There's no judgment here. I'm just suggesting that you, you look at it and deal with it because you've got great things to do in the world, obviously, and you're stopping yourself from doing it by, by being angry at other people or by, by being uh, je jealous of what someone else is doing or any of those sorts of things. Maybe we could all do the, exactly the same thing. It would still be a different thing. Uh <laughs> I agree. And, and just sort of sitting in that judgment separates you from the fact that you could go on and do exactly the same thing, but you wouldn't anyway, because it's, it's, it's your, 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 before you, you, you don't even know what you're capable of until you step into it. So, and then, it, and then, and then spirit, I 
I feel then it, it creates whatever needs to work and weave through that person. And that might be, it might attract a completely different energy or a completely different, exactly. you know, and it's like really none of our business. I, I like to say that a lot. It's none of my business. No, you're I, quite right. You know? Quite right. Because, you know, every book that ever needed to be written has probably already been written. But that's not to say that there aren't plenty more books that need to be written because they'll mean something to different people. The words will be read differently. It depends on the person who's reading it, not the person who wrote it, if we come from a, a pure place. Yeah, absolutely. And there's more, more than enough to go around because guess what? We're all that is, right? <laughs> absolutely. And we're still trying to... Um, stifle that you know we're still trying to say well i can't be all that is because if i was all that is then none of this would matter to the yeah, degree with which i'm pretending it matters mm -hmm. but in order for us to all um have a direct expression of the every aspect of ourselves that's the nature of all that is so exactly. of, course it has to, of course it has to be otherwise it It'd just be something completely well, different. It's interesting, isn't it? Because while we're talking, I keep having this impression of a little baby flopping around on the floor. And by flopping around, I mean, you know, waving its arms and legs. It's just a baby. It's just there doing nothing. We would all still be doing that if we didn't allow ourselves this opportunity to grow through developing these personalities, through having other people uh, treat us in certain ways so that we can develop those personalities that later in life we'll want to uh, clean up and look at differently so that we can get closer to who we were as a baby, this pure bundle of all that is, you know? Yeah, like, you know, the way I see it is it's like inside every single aspect of all that is is the baby as well because even though we say there's lots of aspects of ourselves, inside every single one of those aspects is again all it is exactly so, so then it's like because i'll give you an example because a lot of people have done this right so they've done inner child work okay so they're saying to me at the age of seven which is more a school age child that this happened to them blah 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 blah, blah. but then if we go to, into the seven-year-old what's really wounded in them if they were abandoned was the infant in them Yes. The infant in the seven-year-old. Sure, it's exactly. their seven-year-old seven -year self, but developmentally, their seven-year-old self, which their milestone is more in, in independence, uh, you know, like um, school age, competency, um, or, or a sense of individuality and things, just, just to, to be able to understand more about who they are, you know, that early school age, not, not, not yet ready for interdependency, yeah. perhaps that eight to 13-year-old age. And so they're really saying to, to, to you, I want to heal my abandonment infancy stuff. Or you could get caught up with, oh, you're seven, so, well, you're on target for, let's, let's go there. And you can get heady about it. Yes. Inside every single part of ourselves is every single part of ourselves. So exactly. that, that helps us to understand, to be open to all, accepting everything all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and building that heart bridge that that heart connection yes and accepting and and gathering together all of those parts of ourselves because it's all one mm. even Absolutely. though we express it as parts of self it's still all one yeah absolutely so you you said to me we're recording early January and you said to me, it looks like, it feels like this year, so much has already happened this year. I can relate to that. A lot's happened for me too. What, what, what brought you to say that when we first started talking? Well, it's just, um, you know, you said Happy New Year to me and I was a little bit surprised because it feels like it was so long ago. What was it, about uh, 10 days ago? Yeah. And um, this year literally has just been, I mean... New Year's Day I just was so inspired to start creating new things and 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 they all just floated nice and easily and it just seemed perfect timing and uh, and I've done so much in 10 days I guess that 
when I look back on those 10 days, I think, no, it must have been longer than that. It couldn't have been. It's that whole time collapse thing as well, you know. Um, yeah, just so much creation has happened and I've gotten very clear on what I'm doing, um, on who I am more, more, more really. I've gotten very clear on who I am and what I'm here to do right now in this moment because it changes in every moment. But in every, every moment I feel much more clearer about who I am, what I'm doing, um, how I'm to express that. Um, and, and really understanding my own power to create that, to call in everything that I need in order to live that. And 10 days, it's only 10 days. How could I get to that in such a short period of time? Um, and, of course, it's been a years and years, but it feels like this year is a very, very special year. And it's not just me. I mean, you're expressing it just about everybody that you come in contact with is kind of saying, oh, doesn't it feel great? We're finally here. It's a one year. It's a beginning. I can finally get these things done. Of course, we've all been working towards them, but people are feeling more confident. The, the universe, in other words, I think, uh, you know, when I say uh, life is always happening for me, I think this year people are actually feeling that. Like, ah, the universe has got my back, as Gabrielle Bernstein says. They're feeling that, they're actually feeling that energetically, that they're supported more than they've ever been before. Um, so, yeah, so that's, uh, and, and of course that's how I'm feeling because, I'm bang, the year started and, and I started creating and it's all happened beautifully and smoothly and I can see how the different cogs in the machine of anallexon.com are all fitting together in a way that I could never have imagined it to be, you know? So, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's been magical and, and it will continue to be, I'm sure, for all of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can so relate to you because it's like I, um, I, I got back to work yesterday and in the first 10 days or nine days or week or whatever you want to call it of January, like I'm on holidays and I somehow appeared in two humanitarian films, somehow became an associate director <laughs> of the Oneness Collective you know, um, this is like, okay, you know, um, I think the other thing I wanted to speak to about that is, is that when the more aware we become of all our parts, um, I think we gain time and, um, people say to me all the time, how the hell do you do everything you do? And I, I just, I don't know. I just do it. It's just like, I know it's just so easy because there's not, there's not the barriers, the fight, the resistance, the, you're in the flow. I mean, you know all about flow. You talk about it every Monday with your Money Flow uh, Facebook, you know, uh, show. On, I think you're in the stream and you're, you may well be, and we are probably, swimming upstream because little do they know, the big pond's at the top, right? So, <laughs> it's, so we, we probably are, but it doesn't feel like we are. Because we're being carried, and I love that image. They just they just gave me that image. I, I feel like that's exactly what we're doing. And somehow, you know, for other salmon, where they're trying to swim upstream, it would it would take ages. But for us, it feels like it's effortless. We're just yes. doing it effortless. And that's exactly that right. That is possible for everyone. Well, that's exactly right too. And I think that's why it's important that we have conversations. In all forums and all, everybody, not just you and me, although ours are great, but that's why conversation and speaking, whatever wants to be spoken through you, whoever you are, it's incredibly important because if it's being called to be spoken through you, there's someone desperately waiting to hear it in the way that you're going to say it so that they can um, click on, I guess, you know, kind of go bang, oh, I get it. Now I can be who I am. So, so important. I agree. It's like, you know, role modeling um, just gives people that permission. They're like, oh, she's doing yeah. it. Well, I'm going to do it. You know, it's like, it's almost like they need to see that aspect of themselves to be able to give themselves permission. And so I, I, I find that, that that's pretty exciting that. We give up, we're, we're giving ourselves permission, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, 
<laughs> hey, the world's benefiting. Woo! <laughs> you Bonus. can too. <laughs> you know? Amazing. It's amazing. And yeah, I agree with you that time seems to not exist um, when we do allow ourselves to be in that space of full connection and, and being that part of ourselves that is all that is. Um, and as well as that, I like to think that we anti-age as well because, um, you know, people say to me, you look younger than you did 10 years ago. And 10 years was when I was, you know, starting to work with this energy and those sorts of things. So I like to think that that's true. I'm not sure that it is, but I certainly feel younger by 10 years, if not more. I'm having more fun now. Um, you know, my life isn't perfect, but it is perfect at the same time. So, yeah, I think, I think time and, and all of those things are um, expanding to allow us to be more. Agreed, 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 agreed. And, um, and I know, I know, I already know that <laughs> even though I'm going to ask you this question, things will be, there'll be lots that will be unfolding. But I'm um, curious, I mean, I heard you say you got, a lot, you got a lot of clarity around what you're doing, how you want to do it and that kind of thing. So I'm really interested um, at, at, at what that looks like for you and, and also just mentioning, I know you mentioned your website already, but we'll, we'll mention again for people as well, just so that they can get, get um, yeah. involved with what you're doing well, find you, um, and connect with you further. Wonderful. I'd love, I'd love for anybody who wants to to do so. That would be wonderful. Um, I do a lot of free stuff on Facebook, as you know, and I'm always, uh, I've got, uh, I think, four different free offerings on my website at the moment. But what I mean about how things are all coming together, a couple of years ago, I channeled through the, um, the money flow or right? I never wanted to teach people about money. It was never a part of what I wanted to do. But this came through. It was very clear. I was in the shower. It came through. I came down. I did it. Bang. They were done within a couple of days. Um, and I money started using them. Yeah. Money flow just, oracle just, card. Just dropped out a little bit just because sometimes when we, when we move something in front of the camera, it can slow it down. But just to let everybody know it, that the <laughs> money flow oracle cards. Yes. <laughs> And I started using them to do readings. I've never sold them as a card deck. And I never had an intention to. They were just going to be the thing that I used for my readings because a lot of people that I work with, money is an issue, as it was for me. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, we attract <laughs> what helps us grow as well. Uh, but what I've realised is just at the beginning of this year, I, I changed up the weekly reading that I did started calling it the, week, the money flow show. Um, so I'm doing that. So, I, so that's come into it. On top of that, I've now got a program that's coming as well, all around money, which I never wanted to do stuff around, but I do it in a practical and a magical way to bring the two worlds together because that's what I'm all about, bringing the two things together, the magical as well as the human or the, the higher self and the human. I think that's what we're moving towards is this blendedness or this wholeness. But what's happening is I'm seeing a whole suite of things whereby, you know, years ago I used to try and figure out how to have a sales funnel, right? It's all, it's there now and I didn't create it. It just created through me. I didn't try to figure out how to do it. I didn't follow anyone else's formula and these sorts of is now I've got this whole money flow funnel for people to go through free things. There's a free money flow oracle card reading on the website. There's a free money class that I did all around that. And there's a whole funnel that's built itself somehow without me having to be the business person and figuring it out and being in my left brain. And, and it's the that. same with the self-care there and it's the same with the quiz that developed itself through me as well. I tried and tried and tried for months to do it and I couldn't. So I gave up on it. And I said, okay, I've just wasted a couple of hundred more dollars buying a course that I can't finish because I can't get it together. And I, and I let it go. And then 
a couple of weeks later, bang, it all just came through and I created it so quickly that I beat everyone else in the class who'd been doing it for six months before me. I was the first one to finish my quiz, which surprised the heck out of me because I'm not competitive at all. <laughs> but um, I became competitive when I found that. I was like, yes, I'm going to do that forever from now on. But, but yeah, there's just, um, when you let go and when you just trust, I mean, those cards, I truly thought I was going to use them for a month or two and then I'd move on to something else. I had all the equipment to build those cards and I had the knowledge of how to do it because I wanted to create a deck of cards that were like inspirational or those sorts of things. But I can't for the life of me make that happen, but that happened instead. And it's led into this year is going to be very focused on in my business around a lot of money flow products, as well as the go direct with your guides. I've got free challenges and things like that to help people get in touch with that part of themselves. Um, and the quiz, of course, which is another free thing on the website. I would just like to say, you know, if anybody wants to just come have a look, see what's there, see what you like, take what you want and um, let me know how I can help you further because really I'm, I'm here to serve. Hey, Anne, I'm just curious, something just dropped in. Um, you know when I took your quiz? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the names of everything, but I don't know something that enlightened something. Now that was, I don't think, I don't, what, what is, am I, what am I? I'm a moksha, which is, what was that again? Just remind me. Yeah, moksha was, your soul's vibration is bliss and its gift to you is connection. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. I thought there was a word enlightenment somewhere in there. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, moksha, the word moksha actually means transcendent. Ah, okay. That's the word, I think. Yeah, no, that's There's right. lots of. As you know, there's 10 pages, so there's lots of different words and information in there. So that yeah, might well be in the introduction. The word that at me, but I, I, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because when you did that, when you designed that quiz, I'm pretty sure it was around about that time that I was getting some guidance about creating enlightened conversations. And when did you do it? Do you uh, the quiz was created in... March, April of 2016. Okay. I thought I did it later for some reason, but maybe not. Well, okay. That's all right. No, well, you didn't. Okay, so that's when I created it. I think, I think it was probably one or two months later that you did it, or maybe even three months later. Yeah. If I remember like... correctly, you were, on, you were on the beach. You were at the beach at the time. I'll have a look in my messages, but I just find it really synchronistical that, I, that I've... Yeah, it just feels that there's some kind of connection between, um, you know, when you do a quiz um, and, and because of the law of attraction and you attract the very yeah. vibration that you're in, that's how yeah. I think quizzes work, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel like that it, that's why Spirit's showing it to me is because I was ready, you know, like I was ready to step into that exactly. action, action, I guess, around the enlightenment stuff and really owning it. And I think yeah. it was around that time they told me I was on a I haven't shared this with anyone but I will share it with you I guess I'm sharing it with everyone <laughs> surprise <laughs> anyway, um, but I was walking along on one of my jogs and my guide said you're an enlightened being and I went what like who, <laughs> who <What?"> me <laughs> yeah, I did I was I was so humble to the point of going what um and they just said yeah um so that this is what an enlightened being is like and so you yes you are still human yes you are still um every part of yourself but you're also in total acceptance of every part of yourself and others and even if you're not in total acceptance with yourself or others it doesn't take you very long to get there um, yes. to show judgment so they're saying that's what an enlightened be being is because you're connecting to the heart space, you're connecting in with source and in the source and everybody else as well at the same time. And so, yes, you are. And so I was like, okay. And it was around about that time, man. I remember it was around about that time. Um, I never, I, I only told my husband. That was it. I didn't tell anyone else because I thought, oh, yes, yes, announce it from the rooftops that you're an enlightened being. How enlightened does that sound? Um, but I think there's a time and a place to talk about it 
And this is obviously the time and the place to talk about it. Um, and not to have shame around it, not to have shame around that at all, because it's such a gift, you, you know, that we give to ourselves to allow ourselves to step into that and to be okay about it. Um, so for anybody who's interested exactly. in doing that beautiful quiz, uh, I, I reckon you go along to Anne's website, annealekson.com, A-N-N-E-A-L-E-C-K-S-O-N.com. Yes? Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, thank you so much, my beautiful, for... Uh, for uh, sharing a, another sacred um, conversation. I, th I think all our conversations are absolutely awesome. Always enjoyed every single one of our conversations and they never feel long enough, but that's probably because yes. we, could, <laughs> we, just, we could just keep talking all day. Um, <laughs> but thank you. I, I, I treasure you and I really appreciate your energy and your time. And thank you for joining me today. Likewise. Thank you so much. Lots of love to you.